Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration, not just in demystifying the client acquisition process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to empower others to discover their inner warrior versus playing the victim role so that they can step into who they are meant to be. In other words, she helps people get out of their own way and live their purpose. So I'm super excited to introduce Jennifer Chapman. Now, Jennifer, an Indy native and Ball State graduate, has had a unique road to get here to where she is today. Life challenged her first at 11 with the unexpected loss of her mom and again at 34. Now, after doing consistent work with a life coach to overcome the mental and emotional challenges internally, Jennifer shifted in 2020 and found the passion and need to coach others through life's challenges. She created Just Commit Coaching and offers a one-on-one -on -one coaching program for people primarily in their 20s, 30s, and 40s that want to find a way to accept and embrace the new version of themselves and how to move forward. Jennifer has several published articles and is working on a collaboration with other women whose stories are meant to inspire others that will launch this fall. Well, welcome, Jennifer. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thanks so much for having me, Wendy. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just love how you're, you're helping people navigate through challenging events in their lives. Yeah, you know, I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. And top of my list, Jennifer, is when I was bringing you onto the podcast here, talked about some life-changing events that happened for you, but exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own life coaching practice? So I, it says a little in my bio that, you know, life threw me for a loop at 34, which was right. when I was in corporate sales at the time and suffered a life-changing stroke. And oh um, I know. And it was so wow. the first at few months at 34 at, years old at 34. Wow. That and from the outside in, I looked perfectly healthy, took care of myself, you know, always worked out. And, um, my body was telling me something different and yeah, I know I could, we, we could have a whole nother episode about it, but, um, so it came full circle for me 
that, you know, the first few months it was all about the physical, you know, I was in acute rehab. I was in outpatient therapy for months, relearning how to do the basic things we do and take for granted every single day. Oh my gosh. And I then went back to corporate sales thinking mm. I want to go back to normal. I want to go back to what I knew. Mm-hmm. And I'm very thankful that my corporate organization, you know, was very patient with me and worked with me. And, um, but I really struggled that next year and a half still working at a high level yet feeling very emotionally and mentally unstable. Why am I crying every day (laughs) here? You know, I would walk out of an account or after a call with a customer and cry in my car or someone would call me to check on me. And I, I just could not keep it together and wanted to know why, you know, and I just had this breaking point probably about 15 months later after my stroke, um, I had tried traditional therapy and felt emotionally drained walking in and out of there. And my family and friends, although I had a great support system could only get me so far. So my, my moment was um, reaching out and saying, I know I need more and hired a life coach for the first time. And that was the game changer for me. Yeah. That point where you, you realized there was too much at stake. To just yeah, on. you know, life, I was just, more. life was more. Yeah, I just knew I didn't want to be stuck where I, I felt stuck. I felt like I, I don't want to continue this mm-hmm. way anymore. There's right. got to be more. Right. Okay. So, so you reached out, you got a life coach, then I'm assuming that they were very empowering for you. <laughs> and change your perspective or reframed your purpose. So I'm still, you know, curious here about the tipping point that prompted you to start your own practice. Yeah, it was probably within the first or second session of working. Well, yeah, working with her when she first asked me, did you ask yourself why me? You know, and I, and I knew that I didn't, but she said, that's because you need to ask yourself, why not me? And that landed really hard for me. And so then those next few months, it was figuring out, yeah, this happened for a reason. This happened for me and not to me. Mm-hmm. What is it? Hmm. And it, um, Wendy, it came full circle while working with her that I was the same age my mom was when she passed away, that I had my stroke. Oh my gosh. That's wow. the moment. That, yeah, that... <laughs> That's that would set me just <laughs> down in my chair and kind of comatose for a while when I would think of that. So yeah, that was a wake up call. That was the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it was, um, okay. My mom didn't make it at 34 and I did for a reason for it. It is now my purpose and mission in some capacity to honor my mom's legacy while I help other women move forward through their own life's challenges and struggles and hurdles because mm-hmm. we're all going to be handed those yeah they're they're you know situations are going to happen it's it's all about it, it's what we've heard right it's it's how do you respond to it mm-hmm. what's your oh, answer absolutely. to it right stuff happens and it's how we show that's up right. and respond is what creates our lives so yeah no that's it's our, it's everything. And so you then obviously walked your talk and empowered others to embrace those, those life experiences and process through them and uh, become empowered by them. So, yeah, I love that. Well, so I'm just doing the math here. 
so how long have you had your own coaching practice? I know that, you know, you went back to corporate sales mm -hmm. uh, or your role in a corporation as a sales producer, and then you were there for some time. Did you start your practice while you were still in corporate or did you uh, resign and then start coaching or how did that work? Yeah, good question. So I did while working with my life coach is when I left corporate sales in 2019 mm -hmm. and thought then, I guess I will share from a sales aspect. I knew I wanted more but I wasn't, I was no longer fulfilled selling floor mats and restroom supplies um, for my company. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, because I had been successful in the past, I was being recruited to go work for med device companies mm. and pharma companies. And so I thought, well, at least I'll be selling something that's going to make someone feel better. That's mm -hmm. what I thought. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Yeah. But I remember my first, I went all the way through the process of a pretty big med device company, final mm -hmm. interview with the VP, hardest interview of my career, two and a half hours long. He just kept, you know, he asked me about my whole life story, honestly. And with everything I said, it was like, why, why, why? He just wanted to know why I was making the decisions I was making and the choices I was making. And it was the first time outside of my family and friends and work my my previous work family that I had said I had a stroke. Mm. And I felt the interview change. I felt the shift in the room, the whole vibe. I felt everything change, including my confidence leaving my body. <laughs> mm. I I just knew that was the first time I had said that and realized it, right? And and they were caught off guard. They handled it. We finished the interview, but I knew I didn't get the role. And yeah, everything switched, everything switched. And from that point forward, I probably did 20 or 30 more interviews with other med device companies after that. And I, when they asked me about my life story and career, I had just said, yes, in 2017, I, I suffered a life-changing experience and took some time off, but came back. I did not use the word mm -hmm. stroke mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and was never questioned. Right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. It is quite the grueling process, 20 to 30 interviews. <laughs> my goodness. So it was said, a, it, of that, you know, I can it, just start my own business. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was exhausting. Honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, very defeating to have to go through that many interviews, knowing that you, you know, your stuff, you know, <laughs> just, just turn me loose here. But there obviously was some in some internal conflict that was steering you towards your life purpose, right? So that you would land more clearly in this new role of making a bigger difference for people that are, you know, just not dealing with life in a way that would empower them. So yeah, I love that. Well, obviously you went through a lot of roadblocks to the point where you launched your business. Now, once you started your coaching practice, were there any additional big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, including getting out of my own way mm. and believing that I can do this and that self-doubt sure. that shows up. What do you do when it shows up? What have you done in the past when it shows up? Right. And it really helped me to go through my coaching certification through uh, it's called Institute for coaching mastery. And mm -hmm. it was tremendous. It was the most life changing work I've done for myself. 
in my own transformation. So I now can help others right. you, you know, go through their transformation and I still yeah. go through it every day. Right. It's still doing mm-hmm. the inner oh, work. Yeah, we're all evolving. Gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Part plenty of, of things interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this was easy, there'd be way more people doing it. <laughs> exactly. So getting through your own self doubt. So you, you got your certification and that mm-hmm. helped you to gain just more confidence in, in your coaching abilities, even though obviously you had dealt with your own transformation and processed through and embraced the, the new version of you. But now, you know, with that certification, it just gave you more belief in your abilities. Is that correct? It is correct. Yeah. You know, that just credibility piece, um, and more, more so confidence for sure. Yeah, and absolutely trust absolutely. in myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, Jennifer, you're obviously an expert at, at helping others, helping people process their life-changing experiences and embrace their new versions of themselves. But I, I, I know you've got a strong history in sales in the corporate mm-hmm. world, but how do you feel about the sales part of being in the coaching business? You know, this is a very different skill set from coaching and corporate sales, but do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of, of growing a successful coaching practice? You know, I, I look at it as whether I was in corporate sales selling this or that, or or whether I was, or whether I'm attracting clients now, it still comes back to knowing one, you know, one of my superpowers is building the relationship. Mm-hmm. and building that trust. So I had to have someone trust me first before they were going to buy anything that I was going to sell them. Mm-hmm. And so that worked well for me in court in sales. And I was in three different industries and it worked very, not every single time, but very similarly sure. majority of the time that I built those great relationships where those people trusted me. Mm-hmm. And it's similar with, with now being a coach and attracting those right clients to me where I've built that trust with them and you know they feel comfortable for with me truly holding that space for them that's Mm -hmm. what it is I mean people want to be seen and heard and understood and valued for what they're saying with no judgment and that's what I feel like I do a really good job of doing Mm -hmm. yeah no it definitely is a a solid approach you know I I frame it as uh selling through compassion, you know, a very compassionate Mm -hmm. approach. Um, Well, are there any specific challenges or frustrations that you're, you're facing, obviously taking the corporate hat and putting it into a a different arena here, a different role? Um, I mean, there's definitely a challenge when it comes to being online versus offline, you know, up until a few months ago, I was, I was, going to networking events and putting myself out there in my local community and um, gaining referrals that way. But online is a different beast. And I'm starting to navigate LinkedIn as, a, as my primary platform, which mm-hmm. has been really great. But it's also finding that consistency of this online presence of who I am, mm-hmm. the brand that I'm creating, the content that I'm putting out there, and then making sure I have that call to action every time. Mm-hmm. Versus just putting an inspirational message out there that potentially people can relate to, but then, but then what? Right. Yeah. You know, 
Exactly. Yeah. Those inspirational messages, they, they are inspirational, but they don't create transformation necessarily. The transformation is after they work with you or while they're working with you. And so creating that opportunity for them to do that is always the magic, right? Right. I'm hearing that it might be tripping you up a little bit. Is that? Yeah, a little bit. I'm still, yeah, working on building my brand online and and attracting those clients online. So yeah, trying to find that consistent strategy that's, that's working for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd be happy to provide just a little bit of insight or, or inspiration or clarity around that if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. So, and you know, it's, the online world is driven by information, right? We are in the information age and that is the very effective way to, to attract your potential clients is through content, through information. And that gives people the opportunity to just get a little taste of what you're all about. You know, what your philosophy is, what your expertise is, what the possibilities are really for the person, you know, provide hope and inspiration for them. But like you said, then what, you know, how do we, cause that's time invested that you right. are creating that content and uh, knowing that the fact is the end of the day, the getting clients to work more deeply with you, like you know, we talked about in your intro one-on-one uh, doesn't just happen instantly. And so within that content, what I love to support my clients with is creating the awareness of what more is possible. So you've provided content that is either inspirational or or provides some uh, answers to a a challenge. Uh, You know, maybe your content solves something or it gives some empowering mindset information or, you know, it's a bite-sized morsel of impactful information. But the call to action, so how do we more effectively have your ideal client know what the next step is to take? That's something more effective than just saying, uh, if you want more information, we want to talk about this more deeply, you know, reach out to me. That's so broad and general. Um, So what I've advised my clients with is when you present content, know in your mind already some bigger possibility or, you know, well, you know this, now what about this? You know, and and whatever that next step is that this is the path to get to that, you know, is the natural progression through the transfer transformative work that you do, you know, based on the little element or the, the focus of the content will, will lead to some new awareness or almost a hunger for more, right? Mm -hmm. You, you want to create the content in a way that serves, but also illuminates another possible outcome that is attainable. And so, you know, without obviously going too deep into this or, you know, having the conversation really just focus on that instead of getting on with our other questions. The, the easiest transition then is to say, so if having blank is something that interests you, then 
I invite you to, and then, you know, the call to action is more specifically Mm. what their next step is. So in other words, it's more specific is the point I'm trying to make instead of a broad call to action, you know, strategically or intentionally create content that leads to illuminating something that is a bigger possibility. Does that Mm. make sense? Yeah. So if, if, For you, you know, so if you're a person who appreciates the fact that they can now feel empowered by the life-changing event event, instead of see it as a conversation starter, then I invite you to, and then whatever the call to action is, you know, either reach out for a a strategy session where we can talk through some, some techniques or download this or, you know, attend my my workshop that's coming up or, you know, it's a specific call to action that supports the next step of their transformation. So does that make sense? It does. I like it. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to be generalized um, so that everyone listening can apply this. um, But yet sometimes being general creates vagueness. So I'm glad that it lands for you a little bit and hopefully it'll just spark some, you know, some uh, inspiration or, um, you know, ways to refine. It's not just great content, but it's content with a purpose to take you to the next step. Yes. Um, yes. I like and that. And the next specific step and invite, you know, I invite you to, I invite um, is one of my favorite phrases. I invite you to, if this is you, then I invite you to this. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da. So, okay. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that provides some, um, something to wrap your head around next time you get into that creative mode to write some great content and be sure to let me know. Uh, I'm always curious to see how this transfers from our interview into the real world. So I'd love to to hear how the, how the response is to a more, you know, strategic call to action based on your content. And, you know, Jennifer, speaking of life-changing events, the pandemic, Right. right. The obvious elephant in the room here. We're we're through it for the most part, but the ripple effect is still happening. So I'm curious, you know, because it's just been such a wake up call on so many different levels for people, but also it can create kind of this resistance or hesitancy or uh, scarcity or fear based existence for people. So can you speak a little bit to the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do? Hmm. I feel like I'm seeing people lose sight of the fact of, of kind of honestly, what I learned back in corporate sales first, first, and then in my personal life is like controlling your controllables. What can you control? Mm-hmm. There's so many things outside of our control that people are really struggling with and letting that out, you know, that outside aspect control their life and their mm-hmm. way of being and their day-to-day activity. And they get into that mindset of like, woe is me. Like, why does this continue to happen? You know, with so many things. Like, um, so it's really kind of coming back to when you wake up in the morning, it's, it's all about, you can control your mindset and the, the, what you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. And I help difficult. That is a difficult yeah. thing to actually take charge, <laughs> especially it's, when it the is. has been created to do yes. the opposite. It is. 
and just offering people some simple things because you can't if you want to make some changes it's not going to all happen overnight and you you, you can't try on 10 different right. things at once but, but just inviting really, yeah that really is the key to I, I mean i love what you said you know as far as when you wake up the morning in the mm. morning you do have the choice to be in control of what you can control always yeah i love that always That's really powerful having the choice. And even, you know, a group that I spoke with yesterday, and a lady and I talked about this, it was like, nothing I was saying is rocket science here. Mm-hmm. However, if it was easy, everyone, everybody would be doing just fine and right. not be reaching out for that support or, um, you know, joining these, these workshops or, you know, these, well, just stuck in their muck and tired of feeling miserable, yeah. you know? Right. Um, and realizing I don't need to be necessarily feeling miserable day after day. Do I, maybe I do. No, I don't No, I do. do I do? No. And it's, it's okay to have those moments, Sure, but don't yeah. let those moments turn into days and right. weeks. That's, Absolutely. Well, yeah. well, Jennifer, you know, I'm, you've, you've really piqued my curiosity here. So how do you work with people? who want to finally move through those life-changing events and, and live their life on purpose, you know, live with freedom and joy and, and take charge of what they yes. can. Can you share a little more about your, you know, your philosophy or your approach? Yeah, thank you. And you said it, a, a key phrase there is you have to be willing and wanting to move through it because the only way to overcome like the way for me to overcome the mental struggles I was having and emotional struggles I was having was to move through them, by the way, which is scary, which is what we are trained as a human society to not want to do. We are mm-hmm. trained to hide it, resist it, mask it, bury it. Don't talk about it. Heaven forbid if you cry about it. Right. You know, we were taught as probably for, as little kids from our parents or our grandparents, don't cry don't cry. And it's like, nope. Mm -hmm. If that's what needs, if that's that stuck energy that's in your body, that's causing that stress, that all needs to come up and out. Mm. And my life coach is the one that helped me do that. And me, by the way, not apologizing for it. I no longer apologize when my tears come up Mm. because they're meant to come out for a reason. And so I work with clients on it's it's a method that I've been certified in called the master um, the mastery method mm-hmm. through the institute of coaching mastery through um, Alyssa Nobrigo was my coach an amazing human being and that there's three stages it's the awareness stage which some people aren't even aware mm-hmm. so you always have to start there once they see that pattern or that block or you know that that limiting belief that's coming up We then accept it versus resist it because you have to meet everything with acceptance and love and seeing, oh, why it's, it's there serving you. It may just no longer be serving you in an effective way. Right. But it was there as a protective mechanism. I mean, that step right there is, is huge. (laughs) I just have to say that because (laughs) the awareness and seeing something is serving you versus, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this was you know, the whole reason I couldn't. So now it, now you're telling me it's serving me. <laughs> That's like a mind blower right there for so many people. Yes. It, it was, it was for me too. 
<laughs> when I first learned this, this methodology, it, they, it's very mind blowing, but it makes so much sense once sure. you do the work once you right. implement and it. it is empowering instead of Heck yeah holding you stuck that's right and then that last phase is what we call aligned action not just action but it has to be aligned with you know helping helping my clients tap into their values because if people don't get asked every day what are your values mm-hmm. um you know and what that zone of genius is that we've talked about um but really helping them identify what that is because maybe they're just so many people are just going through their routine and just get getting by every day. And I hear so many women that come to me saying, okay, from the outside, things look great. I've got the job. I've got the spouse. I've got the kids. Something's missing. I am not fulfilled. This can't be it, but I'm scared. I may be scared because that ego part is showing up mm-hmm. wanting to protect us, keep us safe, keep us small, right? Acknowledging that and then being able to let it go and then take take that action, that, that scary, exciting action, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's huge. And that's how you support your clients to, you know, finally achieving that sense of living life on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. It's just got to be such a liberating moment, you know, when that all comes together, you know, after step one, step two, step three, and then Mm. the clarity, the empowerment, the invincibility, the, you know, energy, ah, the courage and the courage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it's, that's another point, just the vulnerability of, of being, of being open, staying curious of what could be the, the, that don't let the fear of the unknown take over. Mm -hmm. It can be there but put it in the back seat, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's just, uh, it is in the back seat. It's not in the driver's seat. Yeah. That's right. That. That's right. Well, well, Jennifer, how can listeners learn more about, about this great work that you do, you know, your expertise and sounds like you give talks and those kinds of things. How can people learn more about you? Yeah. Thank you. So my, my website is just commit And like I said, I'm very active on LinkedIn under Jennifer Chapman and Facebook as well under Jennifer Chapman, but also on my website, I do want to add that you can go on there and there's a, a a free PDF that has some mindset shifts for you. So some different ways to show up and talk to yourself in a more positive way versus saying, you know, I am not this, I can't do this. Why me? flip, helping people flip the script and mm-hmm. just some, mm-hmm. some more positive nice. things that, yeah, wow. to help shift some yeah, things. That sounds great. That's, and that is, you're offering that for free. That's, That's free. Resource? Yeah. Just wow. go to my, go to my website. Just commit coaching.com and um, look for that navigate through. I'm sure it's probably easy to find that download. Um, yeah. And then they can also schedule a complimentary clarity session on there with me as well. Right, so if, right. if they're just open to learn, wanting to learn a little bit more and they're, this has piqued their interest. I would love to have a clarity session. Okay. And that's complimentary as well. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Very generous. That is awesome. So clarity session, the mindset shifts resource and yes. uh, follow you on, on LinkedIn uh, yes. or, or uh, Facebook. 
How about that? Right. Fantastic. Well, Jennifer, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here during our conversation. Uh, but if I could tap on you one last time, um, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you could share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? I always look to connect with someone that's a step ahead of me. And what I love about the entrepreneurial world is that so many people are so supportive, Mm -hmm. you know, of what you're doing and know the hardships that come along with it, but that you're not alone in this business journey. And so that's one of the many things that I love about the coaching industry is that so many people that are a step or two ahead of me are so willing to connect and just provide their insights and what's worked for them, what's not worked for them. And so it's, it's truly just asking for help. You mm-hmm. can't do it yourself. You can't do it all by yourself. Right. We weren't born with these skills to build a business. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's real. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, people go to college universities for four years and then they figure out what they want to do. So, you know, we expect true. business to be built overnight, right? What's with that? So, yeah, I so love true. it. Well, thank you for that advice. That's, that is very sage wisdom. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. It's been so great hearing about your journey, Jennifer, from, you know, your early career in corporate sales, right? Rocking it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this second huge life event occurred that really set you back. And the serendipity of it happening at the same age as when your, your mom passed and, and just having that realization that, mm-hmm. oh my God, there's something, there's something here. There's something bigger than going back to corporate sales, especially when you, you know, 20 to 30 interviews and it still wasn't happening, knowing that, you know, your stuff, you know, you're a rock star, but there was this inner conflict that was leading you into this impactful work you're now doing as a life coach, helping people in their twenties, thirties, and forties, you know, find a way to accept and embrace the new version of themselves and move forward. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you for the opportunity. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Jennifer Chapman through her website. And that is just commit as well as follow her on LinkedIn or Facebook. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients. Well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you are fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Jennifer Chapman. And as always... Here's to your success.